0: Billy Jean Hayworth was found in the nursery. She was shot in the head, but she never let go of her seven month old baby boy. He was asleep in her arms. Thankfully, he wasn't hurt. The same couldn't be said of his father, because down the hall, Billy Payne was still in bed. His throat was slit and a bullet pierced his cheek right under his left eye that's the how. The why is a whole lot crazier. This young couple found themselves at the center of a deadly Facebook feud that went all the way to the CIA. Let's recap. Let's take a deep breath and go to Mountain City, Tennessee, a tight knit community with only about 2,400 people. It's the kind of place few people leave and even less people move there. Well, Barbara and Buddy Potter were looking for a simpler life. He was a retired Marine who served in Vietnam, but now he struggled with health issues that kept him close to his oxygen tanks at home. They moved to Mountain City with their adult daughter, Janelle, in 2004. Janelle, how do we describe Janelle? She was the apple of their eye. Even at 30 years old, Barbara and Buddy looked after her like she was a baby, and in many ways she was or so it seemed. Type 1 diabetes and other real or imagined ailments kept her sickly. A slight learning disability stopped her from getting a job or driving a car. Buddy and Barbara paid for everything they catered to her every need. Only her older sister knew that Janelle was manipulating the situation, but she had long ago washed her hands of the family and given up competing for her parents' attention. Janelle didn't have an easy time making friends. She never had. She lived online, social media was her stage, especially Facebook and the Mountain City Topics Forum. She could be anyone she wanted to be online, say anything she felt. Who cared if she had friends in real life? She had so many people to talk to online. Well, in 2009, about five years after moving to town, Janelle met a real life friend. Tracy Greenwell worked the counter at the local pharmacy, which is one of the few places Janelle visited on a regular basis. Tracy was a sweet soul and she felt sorry for this lonely newcomer. So they traded numbers and she told Janelle, hey, call if you ever want to talk. Well, before too long, the women were chatting almost every day, and Tracy did her best to get Janelle out of her shell. She invited her to come rock climbing with her and some other friends, but Janelle couldn't go without Buddy and Barbara's permission. If it seemed odd that this adult woman needed her parents' permission to go out, It it was odd, but Tracy didn't mind. She swung by the Potter house several times. She talked to Buddy and Barbara and she eventually won them over. Well, their rock climbing adventure led to a house party, which led to outings around town. And before she knew it, here's Janelle meeting lots of new friends. But she only had eyes for Tracy's brother, Billy Payne. Now, he was a sweet guy, just like his sister Tracy, the type that loves to make you laugh. And he went out of his way to make sure that Janelle felt included. She did not take it in the we're just friends way that it was intended. In her mind, she's over there already changing her email signature to read Mrs. Billy Payne. But the object of her obsession had someone else in mind for the wife position. Billie Jean Hayworth. Now, Billy Payne and Billie Jean Hayworth fell hard for each other while they were both working at the local textile plant. And it didn't matter that Billy was 13 years Billie Jean Sr. The two of them hit it right off. Tracy wanted to see Janelle find love too. And she had the perfect guy in mind, their cousin, Jamie Curd. Now Jamie was also a little older than Janelle, but hey, he's nice. He's single. He's looking for love. Why not hook him up? Oh, he went over to the Potters to help them out with a computer issue. And he and Janelle hit it off pretty quickly. Oh, love was in the air in Billy Payne's world too. In the fall of 2010, Billy Jean got pregnant and moved in with Billy and his father. At the same time, bizarre comments began appearing on the topic's message board. They came from someone named Matt Potter, who was listed as Janelle's brother on Facebook, except Janelle didn't have a brother. The messages were poorly written and full of grammatical errors, but they got their point across and they cut pretty deep. Matt Potter wrote how Billie Jean and her friends were no good whores who had slept with half the town. And then this Matt Potter said the women had HIV and were constantly harassing poor sweet Janelle, a nice girl who'd been raised right and was so much prettier than Billie Jean and her friends. The messages got darker as time went on and eventually they turned violent talking about Billie Jean, Matt Potter wrote, damn, I think we just need to gut her and leave her for dead and kill the damn effing whore. Though Billy wasn't dumb. He knew Janelle was behind the messages. He'd been printing them this whole time and he had enough hate mail to fill a three ring binder. So he shows his sister Tracy and she confronts Janelle. But Janelle sticks to her guns. She insists that she doesn't know this Matt Potter guy and that In fact, she was the victim here, that Billy and Billie Jean were spreading rumors about her around town. Well, you can imagine. One by one, everybody unfriended everybody on Facebook. And the messages just kept rolling. Anonymous hate messages started popping up on Janelle's Facebook page, calling her a loser, ugly, threatening to assault her. Well, Janelle took to her bed with the stress of it all. And her mother logged into her Facebook and then she's pleading with the trolls to stop harassing her daughter. Well, Janelle posted photos of Billie Jean and her friends with these bizarre accusations. Anyone who stumbled across her page could read all about the harassment and cruelty that poor Janelle was suffering at the hands of these mean girls. Luckily, she had a guardian angel. Chris was a close family friend who worked for the CIA. He never showed his face, and he had a phone phobia, so he couldn't call or text anyone. But he did have a Facebook page, which he used to chime in on Janelle's feuds with Billie Jean and her friends and everybody else. But Chris didn't have an email address of his own. He could only reach out to people through Janelle's email address, which he did a lot. But so Chris wasn't the only protector in Janelle's corner. And remember Jamie Curd, Billy Payne's cousin? Well, things were heating up between him and Janelle. But they had to keep their relationship under wraps because Barbara and Buddy would never approve. Janelle told him to leave a prepaid cell phone for her under some hedges in the yard. He did, as he asked, and they spent their nights texting back and forth. When her parents found the burner phone, Jamie had just, he bought her another one. It took some time and a lot of crazy emails, but eventually Jamie finally won the potters over. As they welcomed him into their inner circle, he became close with Chris, too. So using Janelle's email account, Chris began emailing Jamie about this Billy and Billie Jean thing. He hated them, like, more than anything. And he talked about how they were bad-mouthing Janelle. Well, Chris also kept Barbara up to speed via email on all these hurtful things that these people were saying about Janelle online. He claimed they were threatening her and that she and Buddy had to do something about it. Well, Barbara agreed there was nothing she wouldn't do to protect her daughter. Murder? Absolutely on the table. It seems like the best and only option. Chris kept tabs on everyone. He allegedly followed Billie Jean and her friends around town and reported back about all the hijinks that they were getting up to, the drugs they were using, the random people they were sleeping with, the violence they were planning to unleash. I mean, Chris was really laying it on thick. He claimed they were following Janelle and Buddy wherever they went, just waiting for the moment Janelle was alone to strike. So Jamie is trying to keep the peace. After all, Billy was his cousin, but he couldn't, and he couldn't believe it. It, The idea that Billy, this man he knew, or Billy Jean, the woman he loved, that they were spending their time harassing Janelle, it just seemed shocking and unbelievable. They were not those kinds of people. And for God's sake, they had jobs, they had lives. Who has this kind of time? But according to Chris, it was all true. And it was Jamie's job to protect Janelle at all costs. She was more important than he could ever know. So as Jamie got closer to the family, they shared how deep the CIA ties went. Buddy claimed that he also spent time in the agency, but it was all top secret and he couldn't talk about any of it. He certainly acted the part though. He never went anywhere unarmed, not even to do yard work. But meanwhile, on the other side of town, Billy and Billie Jean were going about their lives and they welcomed a baby boy and got engaged. Not everyone was thrilled with the news. Things escalated after Billie Jean gave birth. She was pumping gas in the summer of 2011 when a car cornered her at the pump. It was Janelle and Barbara. They're like screaming at her, saying Billie Jean doesn't deserve to be a mother. And they sped off when the gas station clerk ran out of the store. She remembers Billie Jean standing there in tears, just shocked, as gas is pouring out onto the ground. Well, the comments online started now attacking the new baby speculating about how he'd be better off dead rather than following his parents' footsteps. The feud made its way to the courthouse in late fall, 2011. Now the local cops had been fielding complaints about it from everyone involved for a year and at least one of Billie Jean's friends took out a restraining order when Janelle wouldn't stop calling her and she took her to court where the drama continued. Chanel convinced Jamie to come with her to court as moral support. Afterwards, the Potters and Jamie stopped to grab lunch at a store nearby. Well, Billy Payne pulled into the parking lot while they were there and started screaming at them. Jamie fled while Billy and Betty exchanged words. Jamie was torn. On the one hand, the love of his life was saying all these nasty things about his cousin and Billie Jean. But on the other Billy tried to tell him the truth. Janelle was masterminding the entire situation. She created multiple fake Facebook profiles. She was using them like these paper dolls to both cyber bully and defend herself online. And Chris, he wasn't real. What kind of CIA agent would throw himself into a Facebook feud? Janelle was manipulating them all. But Jamie just didn't want to believe it. On January 30th, 2012, Barbara calls Jamie over to the Potter house to work on the computer. While he's tinkering around, Buddy comes into the room and he asks for a favor. He wants Jamie to drive him over to Billy Payne's house. Buddy didn't say why and he didn't say when. All he wanted was for Jamie to just drop him off, drive around the block and pick him back up. End of story. Jamie's like, okay. So he agrees to help. The very next morning, Jamie's house phone wakes him up in the early morning hours. The caller ID shows that it's the potters trying to call him. A text from Janelle says, Buddy needs to talk. So Jamie calls right back. And Buddy says, hey, remember that favor I asked you? Can you do it this morning? Okay, it's like 4 a.m. So Buddy picks Jamie up and they drive over to Billy's house. They sit in a church parking lot and wait for his father to leave for work because Billy's father still lives with them all. They watch him pull away at which point Buddy says to Jamie, let's walk over there. Now they know the sliding glass door is open. It's such a small safe town. They know that Billy's father always leaves it open because why lock your door? Who's out to get you? Jamie and Buddy, they hide behind a shed in the backyard. And that's when Buddy hands Jamie a gun to which Jamie says, I'm not gonna hurt anybody with this. Buddy says he doesn't have to, he just has to keep watch. So they go in through the sliding door and Jamie watches as Buddy walks down the hall into his cousin's bedroom. And hears Billy say, what the hell? Because he's waking up and here is Janelle's father looming over him. Well, Billy Jean comes running out of the bedroom as this gunshot rings out. She heads straight for her son's nursery. And Jamie watches Buddy exit the first bedroom and he points toward the door Billy Jean just ran through. When Buddy goes that way, Jamie pokes his head into the bedroom and he sees his cousin dead on the bed in a pool of blood. His throat is cut. And then another gunshot rings out. The gravity of what they've done finally sinks in and Jamie runs from the house and back to Buddy's car. The murders fall into the lap of Joe Woodard and Scott Lott. Now, Joe is the chief deputy of Johnson County and Scott is a special agent with the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. It takes them about 15 minutes to knock on the Potter's door because everyone in town knows about this internet feud. Though so Janelle tells them about all the bullying and harassment that she's been experiencing online, but she makes sure to say she doesn't wish them any harm, of course, but obviously harm has been done. And she doesn't mention CIA Chris. Well, next up is Jamie. They bring him down to the station and they give him a lie detector, which he fails miserably. So they badger him to tell them the truth, but he keeps to his story. He doesn't know anything about anything. But he does have a strange question for them. Is the CIA here? They look at him like he has three heads because the CIA, why would they care about some petty Facebook fight? Jamie tells them about Chris and Buddy's alleged involvement with the CIA. As the hours tick by, Jamie runs them through this entire bizarre story. He says he was there and he watched as Buddy entered the bedrooms and shot them both dead. It's hard for them to believe that Buddy with all his back problems and his trouble breathing would execute two people, one of them a 23-year-old mother holding her baby. So they wanted to hear it from him. They had Jamie call to see if Buddy would confess over the phone. Jamie asks if Buddy has gotten rid of everything from Bill's to which Buddy just kind of mutters, uh-huh. That was enough to get a search warrant for the Potter residence. Inside, they find a bunch of printed out emails with pictures of Billie Jean and her horror friends, as Janelle liked to call them and write all over their pictures. Crazy. But one officer puts the stack of papers on the couch next to Barbara and she starts ripping them up in front of the agent. They also find a book full of passwords for all these different online accounts. They had everything but Buddy's confession. Well, some time at the hot seat down at the station delivered that too. And a recorded call between him and Barbara revealed that he killed Billy Payne and Billy Jean Hayworth to protect his wife and Janelle from the people who threatened to cut their heads off. That's how far Janelle took it in these crazy emails. The TBI seized Buddy's truck while he was in custody and inside they found three trash bags full of shredded paper. One poor agent had to meticulously piece those all back together. When they did, the whole CIA conspiracy came into focus. Many of the documents were emails between Barbara and Chris. She'd say things like Billie Jean and her friends need to die and that Chris should disable their vehicles. And Chris is over here warning Barbara that Janelle's life is in danger. They were trying to kill her. Well, it wasn't hard to trace all of Chris's hundreds of emails back to the Potter family computer. They all came from the same IP address. It was Janelle the whole time. Now, where does she get the name Chris? Where does this guy come from? Just from her imagination? No. It turns out in high school, Janelle had an obsession with a guy named Chris. Years after they graduated, she used his name and his picture to create this Facebook profile for her CIA alter ego. Janelle and Barbara are arrested for their role in the murders in August of 2013. A few months later, Buddy is found guilty of first degree murder and he's sentenced to life in prison. Meanwhile, Jamie pled guilty and got 25 years. Janelle and Barbara went to trial in 2015. And after several days of testimony, the jury found them both guilty of first degree murder. They both got life, But they still maintain their innocence to this day. As for the baby that lived, he's being raised by Billie Jean's mom. I don't know about you, but just when I think I've heard it all, you hear something like this and you realize people are insane. They are crazier than we give them credit for. So don't engage and just hope to God that these people don't make up an entire fight without your knowledge. Stay safe out there. And that's your recap. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you like getting all the crime in half the time, go ahead and tap that subscribe button so you never miss a story. But don't go away. Catch up on more recaps right here, right now. Until next time, take care.